Welcome to the therapy session you never had with the two hottest messes in town, Charles Vivian and Isabel Corey. Get ready to talk gangs, slags, and best of all, drag. It's time to confront your daddy, daddy issues. That was like a whole thing. That was like a whole transition there. Very different yeah, vibes. Did you notice that I um, I gave you a couple of seconds this time because last time it was not, it just, it was not slick enough. Do you know what I don't appreciate is this, what? is what's happening right now. What? Me, it's this, a human being. This insulting really? behaviour and I've done nothing. I've tirelessly worked. Let me just, let me just spell this out, okay, for the listeners, right? Every Thursday, do you know, I actually texted you last night and I said, hey, we're going to do a show tomorrow. And we should actually, probably put some stuff. Actually. We should put some stuff on the Instagram. And Charles said, "Yeah, I'll do that later because I was going to sleep because I'm a normal person and I fall asleep at like you know midnight." And Charles stays up until the early hours of the morning. So I said, "Well, why don't you pop some stuff on there, get all nice and organised?" And I was like, "When I wake up, it'll all be done." And what happened this morning, Charles? I was stargazing. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> I was stargazing. If this was a and real job, know. if this was an actually real job, you, I would be firing you right now. I mean, yeah, but it's not a real job. <laughs> so I'm all right. What is I the was point? Stargazing. It, was actually, it was actually really cool. We went stargazing, um, although we couldn't see anything because it was cloudy, <laughs> so it was a bit shit. But we like walked into a film set by accident. Oh, yeah, I've been hearing about this. Yeah, I'm really annoyed at myself because, um, yeah, basically, there was like, we went down, we're like, oh, let's go to the pier. And there was like this little sign and it was like, place for filming. And we were like, well, it's it's one o'clock in the morning. They probably left it here. <laughs> they just go down and chill. Well, like, and do, I, do you know who I am? I'm Charles Vivian, okay? Charles Hi. Vivian. And then, and then I peed on a rock. And then, oh my God. Um, then the electrician, well, sometimes you need to go. Then the electrician. <laughs> This guy came and we were like, uh, we're like oh my God, uh, are you filming? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're just over there. Like, don't worry, like, round here's all fine. And we we're like, oh, cool. So then we just sat, sat on the rock. Sick. And Bill's Did home. you try to get involved? Do you know what? I really wish I had because he was like, oh, yeah, big night till 5 a.m. And I was like, I could do that. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's perfect. Because um, apparently people at, well, actually, I, I feel like, People at St Andrews were sent an email. I don't remember getting this email, but it's probably because I don't read my email. Oh, about extras. Yeah, and I yeah, could have been I an extra. That. I should have done it. Why didn't you do it? Because I cannot be asked. I know, but I thought it'd be a cool experience to be on set. Yeah, but I... like, what? Like, it's actually revision week. Like, I have so many other things on my plate. I can't just like drop it all, you know, mm. and then go and film for for something. You know, I have priorities here. Babe, you're in second year. I have a family to feed. I have to put bread on the table. Family. Good I know. riddance. Good riddance. Good riddance. Um, so anyway, so that's why I didn't get done. But some would say in 10 years' time, I'll look back. And when I go, oh, wow, I, I, put, regret up it. Great, I put up a great daddy issues Instagram story. Or will I go, <laughs> oh, I went stargazing. And you and didn't think, see shit. You literally said you didn't see anything. Well, I saw some stars. This is ridiculous, right? We're moving on because I'm getting <laughs> severely angry. <laughs> this is going to cut me off. 
Um, oh, anyway, no. I have fun news for everyone because I went to the gym this morning and oh I um, was deadlifting like properly for the first time ever because basically in the gym here, there's this like really scary room where like all the really like weird like males go. Um, some of them are actually quite like, you know, proper and like buff and do stuff. And the other ones just like sort of stand there and look at weights, expecting to kind of get more burly. Um, yeah, feeling pretty damn good. I can lift shit. Wow. Okay. That what 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 were you lifting? I was lifting. I didn't know anything about the gym. If you can't six, tell, I was lifting sixty kg. It's pretty cool. It's quite. Think of how many bags of sugar me. that is. Oh my god! You could lift me. <gasps> yeah, baby. We should so do that sometime on the Instagram. Just you, just yeah. lifting me up and down. Very I'm impressive. not it's not up there it's like more down here but like yeah but I was also thinking of like how cool would it be if we had like there's this whole thing right now of like women really wanting female only gyms that's very interesting and I would love to go to a female only gym because I think it'd be so fun interesting. so that's my that's my wish for this year that's your wish yeah um okay I'm trying to think what new stories did I have to bring you um, said you had two. Oh, okay well first of all um, both Lil Nas X and Olivia Rodrigo posted on their Instagram story yesterday on their Instagram that they are going to be on SNL Olivia Rodrigo is going to be on SNL on the 15th of May and then Lil Nas X is going to be on SNL on the 22nd of May they're not hosting, they're just playing music Yeah, but that is the day that's a week before her new album comes out and then his is like a month before his album comes out so I'm very excited that's my, a month. That's my tea what is this, so you you your obsession with olivia rodrigo is a fairly new one well how do, are we defining you i like oh this year her. this year yeah i've been obsessed with it's like her. may can you believe it's may well uh, is it it's may oh honey it's may charles if you went to may dip you know that it's may i wasn't really thinking about the day it was just <laughs> like oh fucking hell I, i'm gonna get hypothermia <laughs> It is me. Um, this time last year, when I watched the first episode of, uh, blah, 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 blah. First episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series, first, yeah. episode, first episode of season two coming out on 14th of May, um, and I watched it and I was like, like, oh my God, she's amazing. And I was just like, I'm obsessed with her. Is she and though? Is she? One. Yes. I watched that series. This is before Driver's License. I watched it and I was like, oh my God, Olivia Drigo is my fave. And I was like, Talent, she's so Talented connected. in what sense? Are we talking about acting as well as singing or just yeah. singing? Acting as well as singing, but I'd say the main the main thing is that is the singing on the show. Okay, it's because like she literally she wrote one of the she literally at sixteen was on the show is like absolutely made like has such a great voice wrote one of the songs that is the most popular song from the like from the series and I'm like that's impressive and then like oh she's just so good everyone is um, so young now like. So 16 was she there, and like Billie Eilish is still like 12. Like every time I hear someone <laughs> say her age, I'm like, what? She's <gasps> so young. Oh my did god, we should talk about Billie Eilish. We should talk about Billie Eilish. Yeah, we should. Sorry, no, guys. Should. This radio show has gone downhill. Now we're just like, but like, what do you what do you think of it? Obviously, this like this was like very much her vision that she came to Vogue about, and she was like, I want to do this, and like they kind of realized that for her, and it was kind of amazing because she's always been the person of like this person of like, oh, I don't want to show like my figure because I want to be more than what society kind of like puts on me in terms of um sexualization of my body and whatever and she was Which, I mean, and now she's like 19 isn't she yeah yeah um and also the thing that always like really 
like scared me was she um she was she was always like i'm gonna wear like bank clothing as he said so like i won't get sexualized when she was a minor like how that right. just shows how gross our society is but right. yeah I, i'm obsessed like i think i think it's like i i i i saw the cover and i thought it was amazing and loads of people were like oh, terrible role but role. and it's like no like she's you know i found it very empowering you know it's just you know just because she's expressing herself in a different way doesn't mean that like that it's taken away from anything and i think yeah. she's fab so i loved it there's also like i think you know like vogue always has like videos when they do like editorials and stuff so there's like a little like um, I think they've done like a video where like basically celebrities are asking Billie Eilish questions. Yeah, and, like, I, I saw, watched it. Actually, yeah. yeah, and like I saw a TikTok of someone where like they talked about the bit where um, Jodie Comer, who plays Kill- um, who plays Eve in no, not Eve. She plays Killing- Villanelle, Villanelle, Villanelle and Killing Eve, and she like asks Billie a question, and Billie gets mm. like so flustered. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like, it's a Jodie Comer. Like, I'm such a big fan. She's like, let me pull myself together to answer your question. Everyone's like, yeah. ah, can you two both just become one? And then we can all admire them as, like, the best couple that would ever exist. I, oh. Wouldn't yeah. that be incredible? Oh yeah. Um, also, we, okay, well, we've already chosen songs, but I'm like, we should play Your Power, Billie Eilish's new song. It's very relevant. It's yeah. about, it's about, have you listened to it? It's about, um, a, like, abuse um, in relationships. That's interesting. Well, we said that we're going to play Britney Spears. Like, Britney Spears, Billie Eilish, like. That's true. But um, Stream Your Power by Billie Eilish. I'm very excited. Yeah, She's it. got her album coming out on the 31st of July. I feel like I keep saying, I keep saying to my flatmates. I you keep, keep like, you've got all these guys, dates. I mean, Why do you have all these dates? Like, because, you just... because I'm, I'm in, well, I keep saying it's my, it's my, it's Charles's music renaissance. But then I'm like, <laughs> and I found out what the, what the term renaissance meant. And I was like, that's not what I mean. I think I mean golden age. I know. I just, I'm I like <laughs> very recently. I'm, I'm like listening to a lot more music and I'm like yes. very like, I feel like I'm very um, topical at the moment. Like I, I, yeah. I know when Lil Nas X album coming out, no Billie Eilish's. Love I know it. When the goes. Before all of this, it was just you just knew like RuPaul's music from Drag Race. I feel. Okay, that's true. And, and like um, level up. Well, I've always Lizzo and Dua Lipa. Yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm getting more. I, I like. I want to be in the moment more. You know, like I really like with a lot of TV <laughs> series. I always love like. Um, so that sounded really cringe. No, it's in like, so I, I, I just want to, no, 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 not like, oh, I need to be in the moment of my life. I mean, like, I really enjoy it when I, I like, I'm watching a TV series and everyone's watching it as well. I can talk about it. So that's yes. why I'm, I'm in the moment in terms of like, I want to like be on top of like what's coming out now, yes. listening to it when it's coming out. So people talk about it. Not like, oh my God, like I'm self discovery. I have no idea what I'm doing on that. Okay. I, I, so, I keep telling my mum that I'll be dead by 25, but I, she, she finds that very upsetting. What so. is going on? You're just saying so many things. That's my monologue. That's my monologue. <laughs> is, is it, is it, I'll tell you what's going on. I am trying to pull out this opening section for as long as possible because <laughs> I am so scared of talking about Promised Young Women because I don't no, want to spoil okay, it. stop. Literally, I'm going to play a song now. You need to take some time to breathe and pull yourself together, Okay. I'm serious. I just, right. I'm, no, 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 I, no. I want this place. No, no, no. This is a time to reflect. Time to reflect. Okay. Charles is going to mute himself now while I play the first song, which is Toxic by Britney Spears. 
What is a plane doing at the no, end? No, have you not seen the video? No, I haven't. Oh my god, the video is incredible. Oh my god, should I watch it now? No, you have a little I'm just gonna <laughs> put it on the background. I'm just gonna put it on the background. Say, I'm so done with this. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it on the background. I'm just gonna, no, I'm just gonna have a proof. You're just, not. Just, You're actually not. Proof.
No, Izzy, I'm talking, look, we're having a conversation. No, right guys, now. he's actually said, I can like see the screen. He said, no, Charles, I'm serious. I mean, I want to see what, okay, t- talk to me about it then. You will be what doing happened? it after the show. No, we don't have time to talk about it. Oh, no, no, okay, I, I, actually, I actually just turned on. Okay, I have to leave it. <laughs> I hate um, you. Oh my God. Guys, honestly, oh. any day now, any episode now, Izzy Corey is just going to act me from the show and bring on a new co-host so you get like, ready we guys. don't even enjoy do it this. while you can we do this like on set in like separate houses on a screen obviously and I, every time i just want to be able to reach through and you know punch his face <laughs> oh, you, you you were going for strangling your <laughs> i was your going for sort of like squeezing of the skull <laughs> maybe i thought that might have been a bit too much um yeah I'm actually yeah. quite sad about it. Yeah, I feel quite, <laughs> I feel quite hurt. Um, okay, well, maybe you should take that somewhere else. You know, um, I'll, I'll leave you to it then. I'll just get <laughs> what, <laughs> Imagine if we actually did that. Imagine if we actually fell out and we were like, and I was like crying because I probably. Oh my would. god! Oh, oh my god! We can... <gasps> okay. That actually should we pretend? Yeah. Okay, actually, that's a great idea. At one point, okay, we're gonna have beef and we're gonna do a British show and we're gonna resolve our beef on the show. Just to anyone wondering, that's Charles like smacking his desk so that he's gets a rhythm from what he's talking about. Oh, no, can you hear it? I, yes. Oh. Stop. Well, can you hear? Can you hear the knock? Or does the yes. Knock yes, it's very loud. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Very loud. It's my delivery. Okay, sorry, it's not. It's just me. Okay, oh, so um, order delivery now. Actually, hang on. Stop you it. Start chatting. Okay. Joking with you. God, I'm really committed to Charles this. Vivian. Um, Charles Vivian. Okay. Yeah. So this week, as you all saw on the Instagram, which clearly you all still engage with, you know, a lot, hopefully. Um, <laughs> um, you say we, <laughs> I honestly don't accept no one cares. I no have one cares a, about I have such a hate relationship with our listeners. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, I hate you all. And I well, I'm not doing this for you anymore. I'm doing it for myself so that I can listen back on Spotify, which which I do. I'm not going to lie, I do. I listen to our podcast and I laugh because we are hilarious. I um, I can't say I listen. Um, what? But I've heard good things. I mean, I was there. I don't need to listen. Do you not want to like listen back? How self-absorbed are you, Zikori? Uh, we know this. We know okay. that I am very self-obsessed. I mean, I mean, I could give it a go. Should I do it this week? Yeah. But we've already, I was there. I spoke about it. But it's like so fun. I'm like, oh, when I said that, I was so funny, so witty. Um, it just really gives me a boost, you know. Oh, sometimes, my God. Sometimes this you just show, need to be your own number one fan. This show is purely to boost Izzy Crazy Go. That's what it is. I mean, we don't have any listeners anymore. We've got, no. oh, I think we found out that half of our listeners are bots. So now we've just got, <laughs> I think we've got three. I think we've got three listeners. Okay. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm fine with it. I'm here. I'm living my life. Anyway, well, anyway. Okay, 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 okay. So today we're talking about the film Promising Young Woman. This is a fairly new film that's come out. We, I was able to watch it and I gave Charles my login and whatever for um, Now TV because that's the one that, um, that's the only thing it's like you're able to stream on at the moment, which is kind of crazy. But it's because like no one's in the cinema, so like I'm kind of forgiving of people who haven't really heard about it because, you know, fine, I forgive you, but ultimately you should know that this is going on, okay? Yes. So we're not going to kill you this time for not watching this, but it is. It is incredible. Like 
the amount of times I was actually gobsmacked and did know not did not know what to say. Me too. And, so um, many twists and turns. It won at an Academy Award. Yes, it did. It won Woo! like BAFTAs and an Oscar and Emerald. So Emerald Fennell like wrote and directed Woo! the film. She is incredible. She plays Camilla in The Crown. So that was like a kind of like say what moment because I was like, okay, okay. Um, I also think she's written other stuff. Someone mentioned that to me the other day, but I can't remember what. She was also in Call the Midwife. Um, she, her character was great in Call the Midwife. She was like, um, I think she was like a lesbian character in Call the Midwife, which is epic. Um, so yeah, she is incredible. When we watched some like behind the scenes as well, she was like pregnant when they were all filming, oh which is obviously so incredible. Impressed. I know. So impressed. All the shots were literally there with like, I don't know, I don't really know how pregnancy works, but like it looked like nine months in, just directing a fucking Oscar winning movie. It was movie. not nine months in. That was not a nine month pregnant belly. Nine, nine oh. months is big. It was quite noticeable. I yeah, but like big. nine months is like, like big. Okay, never mind. Well, I was still impressed that she, that she was like pregnant and directing a film. Pregnant yeah. and living her life, as all women should, honey. Absolutely. Yeah, Mitt, I should be impressed. No, exactly. But also like it. Um okay, so every time we discuss like a film or TV show to like discuss on this show, we get so pressed about like spoilers. And for up until this point, the shows that and films that we've been talking about have been shows that have been like out for like a really long time. But obviously Promising Young Woman is quite new, like it's not really that available right now. Cinemas obviously aren't open yet. So um we want to talk about the film. I know, but I'm scared. I don't want to spoil it. I don't know how to talk about it, Izzy. Because there are really important things that happen in the film that like spark really like important conversation. So I think what we're going to do is, for like the first bit, we'll talk about the stuff that you see in the advert, which is like very much, which is no spoiler at all. And then we'll let you all know when we're about to spoil. Okay, yeah, there will be ample warning. Yeah, we so, did literally call beforehand. I was like, I was like, Izzy, I don't know how to talk about this film without spoiling it. It's, like, oh. it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Okay, Remember, well, we don't talking. care. Okay, uh, yeah, and no one's listening, so we're all good. No, it's fine. Okay, Charles, I do this every week. Tell me about the main premise of Promising Young Woman. See, so here's the thing. No, I'm do gonna it. Explain it. No, uh, but I'm going to explain it without spoiling. Okay, right. Carrying my, I'm scared. I don't want to. Okay, I don't know what because for me. I was telling you before, I wouldn't even, I refused to watch the trailer because I was like, it might spoil things for me. But I'll give it a go. Just go. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Right. Okay, basically, there is Harry Mulligan's in the film. Um, Bo Burnham's <laughs> in the film. Um, oh, my God. It's um, two hours long. Okay, okay, fine. Basically, right. The premise of the film is Carrie Mulligan is playing this badass woman who goes to clubs and pretends to be really drunk oh my god it's so fucking cool she literally go um and she pretends to be really drunk and then like these like nice men in inverted commas you know take her home and then like gets obviously some trigger warnings and then she like goes like like what are you doing and she's not drunk oh it's that's all I can explain that's it that is it I'm done okay that was okay Basically, so when these nice men, as Charles said, take her back to like their place, they basically try to make a move on her and she makes sure, this character makes sure that she says like, no, I don't want to do it. 
yeah before they carry on and then she kind of turns around and she's like no like seriously like what do you think you're doing little man so and then they like and then they get freaked out because like she's not plastered anymore and never was and then they get so freaked out and then she just like she's like poof no we can't we can't say we can't say what happened we can't say what happened we can't say yes we can no we can't that was a big thing for me i was like i was like i don't know like what okay anyway sorry that i said it um (laughs) i don't care so and we talked about on the instagram a little bit about like the idea of like female revenge like films and media um and i just was i don't i don't know i'm kind of curious charles what do you think do you think that females should be able to kind of enact this revenge on behalf of like you know the the whole community of people that have been affected by sexual assault that is quite a bit hang on what what are your thoughts i feel like i feel like you should answer this first well like i'm of the mind right now fuck men always Mm-hmm. And I kind of think that, you know, as a community of women, that we have suffered through this for such a long time and it's still happening. No one's doing anything about it. No one really seems to care. And so I kind of think, yeah, why not? I don't care. Like, why not like go and instill some fear into people that have instilled fear into us for so many years since like, yeah. since you're born, you know, you always kind of got this idea that men are the more powerful sex or the more powerful gender so yeah i'm so behind this film and you know i I posed this question i posed this question to our instagram and someone replied saying that like this would make women into malicious and horrible people okay so what about the people who are doing the sexual assault are they horrible and malicious because in my mind what carrie what like carrie mulligan's character is doing in this film is absolutely harmless she doesn't do anything to these people, but she just instills fear in them and like makes them think, oh, actually, this person isn't drunk. And because she isn't drunk, I won't have sex with her. Which is gross. Which is terrible. And gross. so like, I, like what, what makes me a horrible person to like show people up and say, hello, don't be a rapist? Oh, oh, oh my God, absolutely. So I wasn't sure in like what, so in what capacity would you like constitute the revenge? Like, like murder or like what Carrie Mulligan honestly, does? Or... Honestly, I wanted Carrie Mulligan's character to kill those people. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I think that would have been bit... awesome. Well, we can't say if she does. Maybe she does. Or doesn't. Whatever. Maybe she but does. But like, I, no, obviously, because I know that murder is bad and I will go to jail. So, you know, I'm not going to go out and start murdering men because, or am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because of that. But I just think that there's no harm in like flipping the switch and being like, how does it feel now to be the scared one? You know? Oh my God. Uh, it's just such a good film. It's so fucking, oh, I just remember as I was watching it, it's one of those films that like, as you're going through, I just the whole time, I was literally just like, I am fucking obsessed and it's like oh yeah also like like, it just is so good why do we still have to take into account men's feelings you know someone Mm -hmm. else mentioned that like oh it might result in like men becoming more angry and like the fact that i have to take into account that me speaking out about something might make them angry and make me more at risk of like sexual assault that is insane Imagine yeah. like trying to stand up for some something. Imagine trying to stand up for the fact that I don't want to be sexually assaulted and someone being like, grr. 
Mm. Yeah, like there's so many, so much discourse. It's like, oh my God, but like, so I mean, I've had lots of conversations that about like, oh my God, like, but if you were like saying like men are trash and like being like, oh my God, like, oh men or this, oh, they're going to get really upset. And it's like, good. Like I, I, yeah, abs- like good. good. Yeah. And like, I don't What's care if like your boyfriend didn't do it. I don't care. Like he speaks for his friends and sorry, but I don't think there's a male friendship group out there that hasn't been privy to this kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So if you think that like you are not part of it, then like, Check again. <laughs> Try yeah, again. Like that, that's the thing. That, like, that is, like, that is something that I very much learned is, like, you know, and, uh, see, that's the thing. I want to talk about the film. I want to talk about the thing because that. what well, I said I want to also bring up the reason why it's called Promising Your Moment, which I don't think you knew about when you watched the <laughs> film. So um, this is why I asked about Brock Turner on the Instagram because in all the way back in 2016, a college student called Brock Turner was accused of um, raping another student she's called Chanel someone I can't remember what her last name is but basically she was at a party or at some kind of like event and then she woke up and was like well like the next thing she remembers is like being in like um a clinic and like someone telling her that she'd been assaulted um and that there was like bandages all over her there was like pine needles in her hair all this stuff and he was he could have been given a maximum sentence of I think 14 years he wasn't charged with rape he was charged with um assault with the intention of rape even though that's not what the um that's not what um chanel had like said like she said that this man had had raped her and he ended up getting now let me just check um because he could have been given 14 years um but he eventually came out with something like like six months or something it was something really small it was like a not it wasn't really a long time at all. And the reason for this was that because he was a swimmer in college and that he was a promising young man. Yeah. And so they couldn't give him a longer sentence because they feared that that would have a severe impact on his future swimming career. Yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of what this whole film is about. You know, this stuff ruins people's lives. Mm. Even though, you know, someone might not be showing it, the people who are victims of sexual assault, they think about it all the time. Hmm. And you will never yeah. forget how it feels. Absolutely. And, ah, oh, see, can, can we just can we just talk about the book? Because I have so many things to say to do with, like, the film. Or do we need to wait longer? Yeah, that... yeah. I mean, like, okay. yeah. Okay, if you don't want spoilers, tune out. Mm. But, um, like, I think that uh, what you've just explained is one of the things that's, like, really explored in the film and very much it like the idea of how like you know there's um as you know as we've discussed like sexual assault is like a very um prominent theme of the of the film and like basically how much of an impact it has on the like victims lives and like how fucking disgusting it is that like their life gets literally taken away from them um whether it be you know physically or you know figuratively and then this disgusting perpetrator just gets to live there you know and you're absolutely right like that's what in the brock turner case they were trying to do they were like oh but he's like you know he's got such a future ahead of him and it's like but he's like he's a fucking predator like, that he has ruined someone's life i did something check. That, i did check mm-hmm. and he had he got um six months in county jail and three mm-hmm. years probation for um raping oh, someone oh my god and their main thing was, oh, but he's got like, he's such a promising young man. He's got also, like. Such a the main thing was that people talk about is, oh, but he wasn't convicted of rape. Yeah, well, like, no one is. 
Yeah, what do you think that happens? was just a huge problem. Do you know how many yeah. people get convicted of rape? Fucking zero, okay? So why do we still listen to all of these, like, court cases and judges who don't know what they're talking about, who think mm. that someone's swimming career is more important than someone's life? In someone's life, yeah. Absolutely. Ridiculous. And um, going back to what you were saying before about, uh, about like, how, you know, when you're talking about, like, you know, male friendship groups and, like, all men are complicit and stuff. And that is something I think the film did so well because... Like, one of the things it does really well is, like, the idea of, like, how complicit, like, everyone is. And, like, with the character that Bo Burnham plays... Ryan um, Cooper. Right. Charles Are you sure it's not Richard? Oh, my God. Oh. You need to listen more. Robbie, 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 Robbie. It's not Robbie, it's Ryan. Okay. I just... It's just because it's Bo. Like, I just know it's Bo. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, who the hell... Actually, I remember... We were, like, talking about it after Charles watched it. And, like, he could not get anyone's names right. I, okay, I can get Carrie Mulligan's character. Cassie. Yes. Right? Maybe. Yeah. I can't remember any of the other characters. <laughs> um, Ryan Laverne Cooper. Cox. That's the actress. Yeah. She was Gail. Gail. Um, okay, we're, okay. And so on and right, so anyway, forth. Okay, right. Anyway, anyway. So, like, um, so in that thing... In the movie, there's like lots of like dark comedy, also like thriller vibes, and then there's also a like a rom com bit. Like there's a real section of like mm. you know Carrie Mulligan's character has been taken over by this event that happened in her past to Nina, and basically there's a bit where like this Ryan comes into her life. There's like this real section that's like very like rom com. It's like a rom com. Yeah, and, um, it's like very dreamy, like very romantic, and like he. They knew each other from college, I think, before Cassie dropped out because of what happened to her friend, Nina. Absolutely. And there's a moment, which is a huge spoiler, and I gasped. I was so, I gasped when, like, this was revealed. And, like, when it was found out that, you know, the event, again, this is really weird. I know it was spoiled, but I'm trying to also not. So, like, so something happened to Nina, and basically someone took a video of it. So there's, like, videographic evidence of what happened to this girl. And then it gets yeah. given to um, Cassie at some point in the film by a sporting mm. character. And when she's watching it, Charles, you can... Yeah, and when she's watching it, it's revealed that, like, Ryan was, like, there and laughing. And I, it's such a, such a... Like, I think it was it was such, a, like, an important part of the film because it very much showed, like, how, like, how complicit every... Like, all men are in, mm. in these acts. Like, just because Ryan was not the person, you know, committing the act, he was there laughing. And that's the thing. It's like, just because you're not, like, commit doesn't mean you're not having the conversations. You need to call your friends out. You need to have these conversations, which is something that I very much learned. It's like, you are complicit. Like, silence, you know, the thing like, silence is violent. Silence is violent. It's like, you are complicit if you're not talking about, like, you're not, like, actively having these conversations with these people, calling out your friends, etc. Yeah, um, and I was, was like, I, I was listening to this amazing podcast the other day. I don't know if anyone else listens to it. It's called The Receipts Podcast. It's so, so good. I always just dip in and out because it's such a good listen. But like the one yeah. that I dipped into the other day was quite relevant because they were talking about how um, mm. men have homoerotic relationships with each other. So it's not that they have homosexual relationships with each other. It's homoerotic relationships which basically means that men do things for other men, for the benefit of other men, because they respect them, right? So like, say a guy came up to you and you said, I have a boyfriend. 
they will respect that because they will do things for other men because they perceive mm-hmm. them to be of a higher um they perceive them to be superior to women yeah. also if you say if you like I used to get this at school all the time. I kind of got respect because I had an older brother and people knew my older brother. And so like everyone oh, kind wow. of like for some reason then like respected me as like a Equal, yeah. descendant from that. So this like not all men shit is because you respect other men than you respect women yeah. more than you respect women. Mm. Um, but this kind of thing of like the way that you need to check in with your friends and the way that you need to call them out isn't in jest. Okay, so you saying, oh, <laughs> like, no, like, you probably shouldn't do that. Like, pro, like, come on, stop. Like, that is not going to cut it. Oh, Unless absolutely. you go to them and you say, we need to sit down and we need to talk because what you mm-hmm. did just then was not okay at all. And unless absolutely. you split your act out, like, I'm fucking out of here. You know, it needs to have, it needs to be dealt with the severity that it represents. Okay, because yeah. sexual assault is a very, very serious thing. Mm-hmm. And so if you deal with it, in a jokey way, it will always be a joke to you. Mm, okay. Absolutely. You have to deal with it with severity. Mm. And like your, I'm sorry, but your like male counterparts will only listen to you if you are mm. serious. And also yeah. male counterparts tend to only listen to other guys. So me coming up to a guy and saying like what you did then wasn't cool, like I will never get through to them because they don't respect me fundamentally. And this is not to say that it isn't their fault, but you know, you have been brought up in a patriarchal society which does favor men. So that is gonna have a subconscious effect on you, on your brain. Um, yeah, but it obviously absolutely. still is on you. Um, absolutely, 100%. But yeah, so that's that's on that. And that's why like, I think so many guys will stand and kind of look at something and pro- like try and say, oh, you know, probably shouldn't do that. Um, but then we'll end up not really affecting the conversation. Yeah, because if you just go, oh, like you've actually got to, yeah, properly hold people accountable. You're, yeah, you're absolutely right. 100%. And um, the other thing I thought that was that was good about the like narrative with um, Bo Burnham's character, Ryan, was like, because people often go like, oh, like, yeah. And in the not all men narrative, like, like there's a real there's a real disjoint between like how many people commit sexual assault and how many like people people perceive commit how many people yeah how many men people perceive commit sexual assault so people will be like you know the figure is 97 percent right mm-hmm. not of 97 percent of women have been sexually assaulted and um people will always be like oh not all men and like oh my god but you know i know him like he'd never do that he'd never do that but i think what promising young women did really well was showed how like you know, Bo Burnham's character, you know, seemed to be like, he was a really nice guy. Mm. And like, you know, and then we find he was complicit in this event. And it's like, you know, and I thought it was really good at emphasizing this thing of like, you know, just because you think you know someone doesn't mean that like, doesn't mean that you like they haven't been involved yeah. or you shouldn't believe like victims when they but come these forward. People except. are like nice people. These are the nice guys, you know, who will, you know, appear to like not be associated with any of that stuff and yet like in some way they always are mm. it also just like gave me zero hope like i just yeah. it was that whole kind of thing of like even someone who you really like who really likes you who loves you mm. can still like be so disappointing because like ryan's reaction to that in the film was like so typical mm. um it was that whole thing of like oh you're a fucking bitch oh, well, like, you're so stupid anyway. And, like, that really, like, defensive way of, like, reacting to things where you're like, you are so guilty. Don't even try to talk to me about it. Like, yeah, there's no there's no place. There's no, like, coming back from that, I don't think. Mm. And, like, a lot of what I've been seeing on, like, 
TikTok, like there's like this trend at the moment with the song Venom. It's like where like yeah. everyone's like Venom. Um and it's a lot of the time it's where like um a girl will be like saying, Oh, me explaining to my um male friends about like how misogyny is bad and how feminism is really good. And then like they say venom and then like the other person is like, oh like my, all my male friends like agreeing with me. And it's like this whole thing of, oh, I've changed my boyfriend because now he's not racist and he's not misogynistic. No, he's just learned to censor himself around you. Mm. He's not changed. Yeah. He just knows not to say that shit around you anymore. So like you're still going out with like a terrible person, but yeah. he's just smart. Because these people are smart. Mm. They know what to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite part of the movie? The end. <laughs> Oh my god, I loved oh. it. So like, yeah, because yeah. Yeah. you were very much like Charles. Like, I'm not enjoying the ending. I was into it because I I was still like, I think there's still a there's still a good message. But then oh, it was so good. It was so, so like, good. I have kind of learned recently that mm. endings of like feminist media or like films, TV shows, or whatever are so important, right? Yeah. Like a lot of the time. Uh, this was sparked by a conversation in my English tutorial, which really kind of irked me. Yeah. Where like things can be read as like feminist plays, feminist films, whatever, but like there will never be much kind of like like there's no conclusion at the end where like anyone is convicted. It's just yeah. like they just portray misogynistic attitudes and say like, oh look at this, this is bad, but they don't actually explicitly say it's bad. So at the end of the film, I thought they were just going to kind of leave it at where it was without mm. any real, like, you know, um, revenge in a sense. And then there was actually this moment of, like, complete, like, yes, oh. we've, like, got all these criminals and, like, Cassie's plan, like, came together and, like, everyone basically got got. Um, yeah. And I don't want to, like, spoil it too much, but, yeah. Um, and that for well, me Hopefully you're not listening right now if you, if you, um, if you don't want spoilers because, I mean, we are being, like, very vague about it. But yeah, we have, I mean, still spoilers. But yeah, that was like, my favorite bit because I was really worried that it was just kind of going to kind of like fizzle out and then nothing would happen. But yeah. like everything happened and I screamed. It's, oh, it's so good. Also, oh, it's just such a well-crafted film. Like the dialogue is like, so it's just, it's, you know, there are some funny moments. Um, Like I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, it really like, took me along and like all the plot twists I didn't see coming mm. um and I just it was just so good and there was so many like really there are so many conversations that I'd that would happen like I think one of the moments for me was you know with um oh with the dean with the dean that was of brilliant. the university when like um yeah with the dean when you know Ka uh, Cassie comes and goes like right do you remember my friend Nina and like she's just having this conversation be like yeah like you know she reported what happened to her and you let him go and he's one of your like you know favorite alumni yeah because like the dean the dean was like oh who did she oh, report it to and Cassie was like you yeah like she, she oh. came to you and said all this stuff and like she's talking about um it was like alex someone was the guy that like assaulted nina um and he was like yeah as you said like one of the favorite like university alumni like he comes back and does all these talks to, like the college students and like this dean was like so unaware of it and like everyone forgot so like cassie goes around and starts asking people who she went to like college with like do you remember this like surely you do and like no one 
remembers. I feel like it's so stuff like this is so easily erased from people's minds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it was just like I think that was one of the most powerful moments for me. Like when the dean was like basically like gaslighting her, being like, "Oh yeah, like you know, we didn't have enough evidence." And then and then Cassie goes like, "Okay, well, um, I kidnapped your daughter. Um, she's with a group of guys. Cool. I guess like bye." And then yeah. you just see how the dean like like breaks, and it's like, and it just, oh, it was just really powerful. Like there were so many things like that that I just thought that were so powerful and so well written, and like. That I thought um, Carrie Mulligan did a fab job. A hundred percent deserved her Academy Award nomination. I haven't seen the other one, so I don't know if she should win. But well, she didn't. But <laughs> I, she was, she was fab. She was fab. No, I did think it was, and, and also cinematically, it. it was like really great. Like it was yeah. kind of, you know, how like I hate bringing this up. Being like how Tarantino does like the chapters and everything. It was kind of like this in the film. There was like different chapters of when like Cassie would go and like confront different people. I just thought it was brilliant. And oh. Carrie Mulligan was so good at just like shape-shifting into all these different characters. And it just goes to show that like there are so many different shades of woman. Like this whole idea of like the Virgin Madonna thing is so mm. fucked because mm. I'm not like too, I'm not like a binary opposition of like, you know, innocent, childlike, naive, virginal character or like absolute slut. Like that's just yeah. not how anything works. And I feel like, yeah. especially like, you know, males still have this idea of of females like that, that like when you're on a night out, you are the Madonna, you are the kind of like the girl who's kind of like up for anything and she's drunk and all these things. And like, just because I'm out and I'm drinking doesn't mean I'm consenting to whatever you're like trying to do here. Like, I want to be able to go out and like not have to care about all of that stuff, not have to worry. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's all you can say, you know. That's the same thing. Wow, is that a is that a good point to play our second song? Yes, this is such a fun song. I like really vibe to this. This is from the film. Um, Charles, do you know what it's called? No, I actually, I genuinely don't. <laughs> um, it's called um, Angel of the Morning by Juice Nugent I didn't even know that this was like what it was called but I just know how to sing along to it because I remember the tune Don't call me Angel of the Morning Is that it? Yeah that's it Why do we even okay. need to play the song? Let's just have you sing it Because I don't know the lyrics I, Have I told you this before? I can't oh, really? I so, the lyrics, the lyrics, so the lyrics aren't burr, 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 burr? <sighs> Wow. No, I can't, if I can't, I can't, cannot learn lyrics to songs <laughs> from listening. If I know a song, I've had to sit down and read it and learn it. Apart from sometimes choruses I get, but like I have to actively sit down and read it and like oh, so sit down. Oh, that's like one of my strengths. It. I know the lyrics to everything. I should probably I really spend more brain energy on like other things. Like, I don't know, university work. <laughs> Um, anyway, your second year it doesn't count. It's fine. It's okay, fine. Charles, I'm a control freak, so I have to get things right. Anyways, here's Juice Newton. What a cool name, Juice Newton. Um, with Angel of the Morning. Street. 
Bop, if ever there was one. Oh, and it comes. Oh, it's also in the film. Oh, I'm, I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch it. It's like, at the, I think it's at the very end, and you just end up like screaming at the screen because oh, you're like God. so relieved that everything has gone good for once. Yes. Um, oh, this is Charles's moment of the show to, to leave. Well, well, we only have five to leave. To what lead. The fuck? To oh, okay, lead. I was like, I was like 
thanks, is he? Okay. <laughs> He's like, finally, like Charles can piss off now, and now I can, I can. No, that's that's in um, that's in six minutes. <laughs> that's in six minutes. Um, that's for both of us to leave. Thank you very much. No, we um, always call after the show, don't we? Yeah, although. Oh, no, I can today. I need to make some soup, though. I've got some Classic. leek and potato soup. I'm very excited. Ooh. I'm actually really glad we did the radio show today because my um, sleep schedule is really bad and it made me wake no. up. So I'll When did you go to tonight. bed last night? I actually had, like, I had one of the worst night's sleeps ever because oh, no. for some... Do you know, have you ever... Okay, um, have you ever got into, like, a hole of, like, looking up really dark things in the middle of the night? <laughs> no I can just create it in my mind and then that sort of does the trick well basically I decided for some reason it'd be a good idea I, it came up on my TikTok about the Columbine massacre and I basically I know I know your face it's not it's not a fun topic but no. I basically I was just like I was like watching lots of videos on it and I was reading it and then at like 5am my phone blacked out and I'd just been reading like about everything that happened like on the wikipedia page it was really scary i wish i hadn't done it and i i could not leave my room i was so petrified i just couldn't do it and i had i was like i need to go like i need to like put on like a netflix thing to like calm me down or something but my phone blacked out and my charger was was in the other room and so was my computer and it literally took me about 20 minutes to like leave my room and go get the stuff so i had the most horrendous night's sleep i think i fell asleep at like eight o'clock in the morning because i was so scared anyway Charles, it was really scary. Stop looking up weird shit before you sleep. I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Oh my god! And then I saw a photo. Oh no, I can't. I can't relive it. I can't relive it. So no. I, yeah, I had a terrible night's sleep. I had a terrible night's sleep. That's um, so bad. Like cause this is so funny though because whenever, because I'm obviously on a Thursday, I wake up at you know you know eight thirty right. whenever, and then no I will literally life, wait, though. wait so terrified, like very terrified. Right of where the child will wake up in time. Have I ever missed a show? No, but no. we have we have not done no. shows because you said that you wouldn't turn up. Yeah, but that's different. If we were doing it, <laughs> I'd turn up. But I, but I still get so scared. And then I literally make you like text me at 12.30 on the dot to say I'm awake. To be fair, we used, we used to phone at 12.30 and now we phone at like 12.40 because... Mm. I don't know it's how times have changed. I don't um, know. Is it because I'm terrible? I know. Is I'm, I'm sorry. But then sometimes but, um, Charles will forget to text me when he wakes up. So it's like, it's like quarter to like one. Oh uh, yeah. Like, and it's literally like, I think I would love a show where you have to do like, I should say do that to you one time. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to tell you when. You're going to forget about no. it. One day I'm going to pretend to be asleep and you're going to have to go on the show and I want to see what you do and I'll listen. And then I'll join. I'll go, surprise, awake. No, because that's like that could be utter bullshit because you literally could just be sleeping in and then you'll be like, surprise, I'm awake, as if you pranked me, but actually you have just been asleep. I think if I had slept through the radio show, I would not be able to put on a brave face and be like, surprise, I've been awake this whole time. I also, would be... that sounds like the most horrible thing ever. Don't do that to me, please. I would literally have a panic attack and die. What would you do on the show, though? I mean, we'd get viewers. We probably would, you know. I'd... I'd... I'd put on the Instagram story. I play no. I play music. I'd be. I, I have a very good music taste. You know me. Okay, so many backs. So many backs themselves. Okay. Um, <laughs> I told you. I'll listen back to this and be like, yeah. Okay, no, I really but do. you hate Taylor Swift, so I don't, I don't hate. I, hate I don't. I just hate her as a person. Why do we have to always yeah. talk about Taylor Swift? 
Because, well, I want, okay, we need to get Fee on the show someday because Fee, sorry, I think my doorbell just went, I think okay. it's delivery. Anyway, um, nice. Fee um, has like so many stuff. Fiona. Jamil, Fiona McNevin. Oh, no, no one. Well, I always do this. One of oh our friends God. about like, um, uh, about like how um, the media has treats women and how they've treated Taylor Swift and they've just made so many people hate her for no reason whatsoever. So it, we should talk about it sometime. But I think we should get anyway. Fee on. <laughs> anyway. Not to talk about Taylor Swift, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can all make your own decisions, but I don't like her. Goodbye, Mr. <laughs> Perfectly Fine. You've been fine. after breaking mine. Okay, love you, Queen. At the right place at the right <laughs> time. I'm just going to think too. No. The right time. <laughs> You've been listening to Daddy Issues with Charles Vivian and Isabel Corey. If you need any support regarding things that we've spoken about in the show, please head to the Daddy Issues Facebook page where we have some useful resources for anyone who may be struggling. Get in touch with us via our social media if you'd like to reach out or share your own story. No matter who you are, we love and accept you. See you next Thursday for some more fabulous content. <laughs>